Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl, I'm Sarah, that's me. And a demi straight girl, that's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else we just don't understand. On today's episode, Aces in Space. Sounds fake, but okay. my glasses yeah kayla's glasses just fell off her face it was pretty embarrassing uh how is that embarrassing dude i'm tired okay i don't know me and kayla are both very awake very alive very enthused never been more alive and excited to have an essay due on sunday cool cool (laughs) life update um so what are we talking about this week well, we're very prepared this week. Shh, don't tell them our secrets. so you know. Don't tell them our secrets. <laughs> I wasn't. I was just informing them about it. That's our secret. It's our secret. Is we're, That's my secret, Captain. I'm, I'm always, always angry. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so we're talking about the ever-popular... There's a scab on my face. Sa- Kayla. No. This is a serious podcast. <laughs> it's not, first of all. This is a professional podcast interesting that you think that uh today we're talking about the very popular aces in space yep i just maybe two minutes ago looked up the origin of that it was probably at least four minutes ago okay that's fair uh the origins are it rhymes yep you're welcome for that one that's what i told you but also it is a video game space ace and aces of space is an indian mtv reality show Allegedly, I just read well, the Wikipedia headline. Well, it's just because ace also means, like, cool, or, like, someone who's really good at something. Yeah. So, this just in, all aces are ace. Like, like cool ace. I also think that all aces are ace, as in people that are pilots. Oh. Like, 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 Snoopy the flying ace. Yeah. See, that's just giving me flashbacks to that I know you scene. were afraid of it. See, you were afraid of that, and I never show that to you or bring it up. But every For time you bring, we're talking about the scene, and it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, where Snoopy is a roller one flying ace, and he's flying his plane, and it freaked me out as a child. However, that's apparently fine. But me being afraid of the movie A Christmas Story as a when child. When have we ever forced you to watch A Christmas Story? Never. But you always bring it up when you know I hate it. Well, you won't watch Stick It with me. I have watched it with you, and I bought you a Stick It poster. Excellent. People wouldn't watch it with me for my birthday. It was my 21st but birthday. But it was funny. And all I wanted to do was watch We weren't even it, with you for your 21st of my birthday, friends Sarah. Would, you I was were like, not I was even like, in it's town. my birthday. This is the one she day. She was not even in I town for make... her own birthday. No, you left me. Where was I? The the there was a well, you guys a were gone that weekend. Well, we could. It's not our fault. We had a tournament to go it to. It is their fault because they're the captains and they picked the tournament. Okay, well, it's not my fault then. <laughs> this is Take this to Miranda. It is Miranda's fault now. It's not Miranda's fault. But also, I just want to watch Stick It. Is that too much to ask? I want to watch Stick It with my friends. Yes, it is too much to ask. I deserve better than that, Kayla. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You deserve better than our friendship now? I deserve better than friends 
who refused to watch Stay okay, with fine. Me go even get, for my birthday. Go get new friends then, bitch. Maybe I'll get friends that are nicer to me. Yeah, good luck. What? <laughs> are you saying anyway. that you are nice to me or that there are no nice people? Yes. You're not nice to me. Anyway. Well, you're not nice to me, so here we hey, go. Hey, I've been nicer lately. We're really, really <laughs> going down a road. <laughs> uh, what, where, what were we talking about? Space, Space aces. On this episode of me and Sarah's relationship is deteriorating. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, I'm sorry for this episode. <laughs> I, we're... Sarah, this is like an old school episode. This is. But listen, Sarah and I are in the state of uh, Michigan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of delusion. I just quoted Stick It. <laughs> I'm so sorry at all of the listeners. I'm not sorry, Kayla. Oh, yeah, and you're so nice to me. No, I'm not sorry because you won't watch Stick It with me. I have watched it with you. I just let a foothold. Would you like to explain? No. Well, you can't just say that. I don't like it. Sarah has no, a phobia. She's hiding her face in her sweatshirt. Yeah. But Sarah, just to sidetrack us some more, has a phobia of footholes. I don't like it. That's I don't all. like it. I can't stop. I'm done. Anyway. But that's so vague, and then people are just going to ask us, and then there's just going to be more, and then I'm going to think of it more. Well, I, you shouldn't have said anything, then. I don't know what to tell you. It just made me think of watching 10 Things I Hate About You freshman year, which was when I first discovered the footholes. And honestly, it's a feat that I feat. It's a feat that I can still watch that movie. That movie's so good. You know, I had to get the footholes out of it. Okay. Anyway, aces in space. Aces in space. Here's an argument. All astronauts should be ace. Alright, tell me why. Um, this is the main content for today, by the way. We've arrived. This is it. <laughs> this is it. Sorry. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is not an overly well thought out argument, but I've thought some. Okay. Okay. <laughs> First of all, aces are ace. Like, they are pilots. They're good pilots. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. They're great at, at piloting the astronaut ship, spaceship. Okay, <laughs> should word. I save my thoughts on your argument until the end? Yes. Okay. All right. They're very good at piloting, okay, okay. because they're aces. Mm-hmm. They're also just, like, cool people to be around, mm-hmm. you know. Um, also, okay, I feel like one of the things they're con- they can be concerned about with astronauts is, well, they don't want them having, like, getting mad at each other and hating each other. Which is why they do some of that, like, they isolate them and they test them for long amounts of time to make sure they can handle each other for, like, long amounts of time. They isolate them together. Yes, together. Um, so, part of the concern, one might guess, is, um, you don't want, like, romantic or sexual relationships, necessarily, because that could end up poorly, right? Also... Sex and zero gravity? I don't even... I don't... I don't understand. Anyway. My point being... Ace people... Which, granted, some ace people do have sex. However, if you only have ace astronauts, you're seriously decreasing the amount of potential space fucking. And therefore... (laughs) 
sucking. You're decreasing the amount of conflict that has to do with space fucking. Okay. Here are my thoughts. Okay. One, I don't think astronauts fly the spaceship anymore. I'm pretty sure NASA does it from Earth. Everyone who works for NASA, I'm like, NASA, your cousin works for NASA. Sorry, Kelly. She is not ace. No, that Does I'm Kelly belong of. to Jeannie? No. If you missed it, Sarah's Aunt Jeannie is a patron now, and she recently friended me on Facebook. I'm very excited about it. <laughs> Hi, Aunt Jeannie. <laughs> anyway. So that's my first counter-argument, I suppose. Okay. Though I would agree that all aces are ace in the way that they are cool. cool. Also, if they're in space, they're extra cool because it's super cold out there. Yeah, but not, like, in the spaceship. Cause they yeah, but, like, out in space. Okay, that's fair. Uh, my other argument is that just because you're ace doesn't mean you're arrow. So you still... I, I, I have arrow ace written. I just didn't specify that. Okay, well, we're gonna... I think we should just focus on aces in space, not arrow aces in okay. space. Okay. So, if you're not arrow, but ace, you still could have romantic conflict. Yeah. Even if there is no or less space fucking. Though there still could be space fucking. Yeah, I have in my notes that it's like, no issues with fucking unless they get super bored or something and aren't sex repulsed IDK. Yeah. My other argument is... They shouldn't be bored. They have jobs to do. Yeah, but like, what if something went wrong and they like couldn't do their jobs for a while? No. (laughs) If they're dead, they can't space fuck unless one of them is nasty. Ew. Gotta go. Yep. My other argument is, is that how much... So this is a question about, like, platonic versus romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we assume that romantic relationships have more conflict. Yeah. But is that true? Um, Is it equally dangerous for the astronauts to just be very good friends? I think with romantic relationships, there are certain expectations that the people involved have about what a romantic relationship looks like, and they're often very set in stone, and I think that can be a problem. Um, And so I think, like... There's there's a different end goal with a romantic relationship than with a friendship. And so I think because of that, you're more likely to get conflict from a romantic entanglement versus just a good friendship. Fair. You can still get conflict regardless of who's there, but like... See the beginning of this episode. <laughs> yes. And like, you can... Like, I think at the beginning they were like, oh, they're all men, so it's fine. But it's like, well... What if gay... What if gay, and then now that they actually send women to space, woohoo, feminism. Yikes. <laughs> um, you know, anything, anything could happen. I'm just, like, trying, I just, I, mm. <sighs> do you think there are people who are, like, maybe interested in being an astronaut, but, like, love sex so much, and they're concerned that they wouldn't be having sex in space, so they decide not to become an astronaut? You probably can't masturbate when you're an astronaut either, can you? I don't really know, and I'm well, not sure I want to. Well, okay, so when you're an astronaut, 
It's not zero gravity all the time. If it depends. A, if you're at, like the ISS. Well, yeah. If you're in the if in a permanent station. Yeah. Then you're probably fine. But a lot of times, I guess they are in zero gravity, for a good amount of the time because you see them. They have the zero gravity pens, mm-hmm. and they have those weird. The water goes everywhere. Yeah. Whatever. Peeing is complicated. Yeah. So I wonder if, yeah, you can do any of that at all in zero gravity. I don't know. I also have a question about zero gravity fucking. Okay. Space fucking. This is the content that our listeners come here for. I think this is interesting, though. (laughs) Oh, my mom listens to this podcast now. See, and you all wonder, read, (laughs) my mom wonders why she can't listen to this. Sorry, mom. It's just these are things to consider. Okay, but I think it's interesting, and I would like a scientist to answer these questions. (laughs) You know, all the scientists that listen to this. (laughs) So... You're space fucking, and say you're space fucking, uh, and there's a penis involved. Okay. And it's not <laughs> sheathed. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm sorry, it just came to me, and I couldn't not say it. Can I just leave? <laughs> and it's not protected, right? And then say it ejaculates into either a vagina or another orifice. 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 Surface. Surface. So I hate this line of thinking. So now I'm thinking about how my mom listens to this guy. So too. you're in so you're in zero gravity. Yeah. And I'm assuming well, I guess this is another biological question. When you're in zero gravity, are also your organs like affected by that? I would guess. Whatever wiggle room they have. They're just kinda like Yeah. Floating. Now I'm thinking about boobs in space. Ooh, maybe they're more perky, because, well, I guess it depends on where you're standing. Because instead of sagging, they would... Anyway. (laughs) So this is also, I guess, because when you're standing, and there's... This is... I have a lot of thoughts now about gravity and the inside of a body. I'll get back to space fucking. I know you're interested, Sarah. (laughs) When you're standing, do all your organs kind of, like... Settle? Settle to the bottom? I would guess. Where's Evan? Do you think my organs are super shook up because I did gymnastics? Maybe that's why gymnasts are shorter. No, it's because of the extreme amounts of exercise from a young age. Anyway. So, okay, so we're going, this might be totally false. We're going to assume that in regular gravity, your organs kind of settle to the bottom if you're standing or sitting In whatever up. space they Yeah, have. I mean, there's they not may a not ton have of room, a lot of space, but if there yeah. is room, they might settle. Yeah. So then in zero gravity, they're kind of like. Wibbity wobbity. Spread out. And wiggly. Kayla's doing weird arm things. I'm wiggling. So now, I mean, I guess I don't know exactly what sperm does when it gets inside. But, I mean, I know that to get a woman pregnant, it it swims up. To This is just health class, Sarah. Calm down. It swims up. I'm hiding in up case you can't see To the egg. You can. And then attaches to the egg, right? Yeah. So does that swimming get affected by zero gravity? I have no idea. Because I also once, and this could, it was on the internet that I saw this. I don't know where I was on the internet, probably like Tumblr, that someone was like, I had sex and then I sneezed after and all the cum just came out when they sneezed. That is, gotta go. So, but that also doesn't sound very plausible to me. So I guess I don't know. 
about that. Depends where the cum was. If you're having unprotected sex, where does the cum go if it's not making you pregnant? I would like to formally is, tender my resignation from this, this podcast. Has into me just not understanding biology. <laughs> I regret this episode wholeheartedly. So now let's go back to space fucking. <laughs> Can you, or is it harder to get pregnant in zero gravity? Imagine giving birth in zero gravity. I was also wondering how the fetus is affected by zero gravity. If it's we already ass- floating. If we assume, but, like, it must do something, right? It's best. Yes, but, but yeah, giving birth, That'd be wild. the blood would be everywhere. Oh, God. Because it wouldn't Your water breaks. Down. Your water breaks, like, the water goes oh. everywhere. Cause some, and sometimes when you're giving birth, you poo. Yeah. The poo would be everywhere. Yeah. How do you poo in zero gravity? I There's a way, I'm sure. Actually, none of them are allowed to poop. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So those are my thoughts on space fucking, and also how I don't understand biology. If you understand where things go and how they move during sex that involves a penis, that... But do we want to have this information shared with us? I'm curious. Share it with Kayla. Kayla checks the email more than I do. Yeah. So, uh, just hope Kayla sees it. <laughs> or hope Sarah sees it, if you're trying to torture Sarah. No. Please don't. So, anyway, those are my thoughts on space fucking. TLDR. Having aces in space just really lowers the chances of space fucking. And the dangers therein. If you drool... In zero gravity. It goes... Things seem so messy in space. If you cry? Oh. See, that's why I couldn't be an astronaut. Because I cry <laughs> so often. They'd be like, Kayla, why is it raining in here? And I'd be like, I'm the Imagine getting a nosebleed. And it's just like, oh. Okay, here's the other topic that we want to talk about. Not directly related to aces, but some aces. Periods in space. Mm-hmm. It would just... So, I mean, I think a tampon... Well, but, I mean, gravity has to affect a period, right? Yeah. Because it's gotta. Yeah. So, well, because I think a tampon would probably be the easiest way. Yeah. But say you, like, couldn't or you didn't want to. Yeah. Where's it gonna go? I don't know. Let's Google. This is probably an argument for why some men think that women shouldn't be astronauts. Well, men say that about women in all areas of life. Like, they shouldn't be X because they're moody on their period. Because periods. Which is just bullshit. Oh, periods in space was, like, the first thing that came up. Probably because our friends listen to us talking at all times. That's fair. NPR has an article. Ooh, NPR. I just got really excited about NPR. How old am I? Am I 60? Okay, apparently it's a very common question, so this isn't just us. I believe it. So apparently the question itself has a lot of historical baggage, and the answer Mm. is pretty boring. Ah. I mean, historical baggage. So it was part of the argument for why women shouldn't be astronauts. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it would affect 
their ability and they blamed plane crashes on menstruating women. Does it throw off your cycle at all? Because I know sometimes if you're, like, on a long plane ride... Yeah, travel can throw it off. So, like... It must. It's gotta. Because, like, anything that your body goes through can affect your period. Like, if you're really stressed, it can throw it off. If you're sick. If you're sick. Like, anything can throw off a period. So I'm sure it does. Oh, so apparently some researchers suggested that a temperamental psychosociological human, i.e. a hormonal woman, would complicate the machine. (sighs) The fact, like, the machine is in, like, the actual spaceship or, like, the workings of how things work within NASA and the astronauts. Oh, together with a complicated machine probably being the spaceship. Oh, okay. So this, people feared that it might increase the incident of retrograde menstruation, which I guess means it's already a thing. Hmm. Where blood might flow up the fallopian tube. Well, that's what I was wondering. Into the abdomen, causing pain and health problems. I I was wondering, like, can it just go the wrong way? Well, so apparently that's a thing anyway. Let's look at that. Oh, it's endometriosis. Oh. That's what endometriosis is? I didn't know what... All these commercials all this time? I didn't know that that was what endometriosis was. Well, it's... Tissue similar to the lining of the womb starts growing in other places. Oh, that makes more ovary sense. And, and fallopian tubes. So it's kind of like that makes more. It sense. grows up. So it's not exactly. Yeah. All right. Never mind. I'm not a shook. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So there are also things about space, because this some research in the 70s were like these people were like, well, maybe there is place for women in space. And the quote is: "The question of direct sexual release on a long duration Ugh. space mission must be considered." Practical considerations such as weight and expense preclude men from bringing their wives on first space flights. Wait, that was a thing that people, like, considered? Bringing, like, Like, just bring bring your wife? Can you imagine? Just like, yeah, my husband's an astronaut, so I'm just gonna, like... (laughs) We get, like, a plus one. It's like if your husband or wife, like, changes jobs, so they, like, pay for you to also move with them. military spouses. Yeah. It's like, yeah, my husband's, like, his base is in Texas, so, like, I live in Texas. His base is at the ISS. So, like, I live in space with our (laughs) kids. Can you imagine if they just re, like, positioned entire family? Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. If you gave birth to a child in space... Oh, who would they belong to? What would their citizenship be? If it was... Well, it'd be like a... It'd be like What if a, it was on the International Space Station? Oh, if it's international, I don't know. Because if it's on, like, a U.S. Because there's laws about if it's a U.S., like, boat or Vessel. plane. Yeah. Then it's the U.S. But if it was the international, it might... Because I guess I don't know what counts if you have a baby in a... What's the building? An embassy? Mm. I kind of... I wonder if you... Or have a baby in a U.S. embassy, what that means. I would imagine then they would be a citizen, because if you commit a crime at an embassy, you are tried in the country of that embassy. So I don't know. But, like, how often do people have kids in embassies? It's probably only accidental. Okay, the rest of this quote is bananas. Okay. It is possible that a woman qualified from a scientific viewpoint might be persuaded to donate her time and energies for the sake of improving crew morale. However, such a situation might create interpersonal tensions far more dynamic than the sexual tensions it would release. So, yes, a woman stationed with the men just to have sex with them all. I just have so many issues with that because it's also assuming things about the men. 
that, like, they need a sexual release because they're men. And that that's, like, of, like, of course, because men love sex and all men blah 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 blah. I don't like that. So apparently, yeah, and apparently this was tongue-in-cheek mm. and part of a larger discussion about the problem of sexual desire in space. So it might not have been, like, super serious. Either way. So I guess the report also went on to say... What if there was, like, an astronaut, say it was a man, and he had a wife, and you could bring a plus one to space, but he also had a side hoe? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and what then if he, he just, wanted like... to bring the side hoe instead. Well, so what if maybe the wives didn't stay the whole time, they just, like, came to visit for a couple weeks at a time? That would be a massive waste of money for NASA. I know that. Let me talk. Let SpaceX do it. <laughs> uh, and so then, like, the wife would come for a couple weeks, and then the husband would be like, oh, yeah, you're only allowed to come, like, once every two months. But it was a lie. She could have come every month. But on the every other month oh was the hose time. Someone write this. I'll write it. Really? This is going to be your next movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Space hose. Uh, great. Space hose, and then told from the perspective of the ace in space with them, who's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So these, these people are also talking about how it would only be good if we're trying to colonize other planets. This is, like, in the 70s and 80s, mind you. Are we you couldn't talking even, about like, colonizing? Uh, we didn't even, we weren't, we weren't even capable of finding a planet to <laughs> get ourselves okay, to, I do, to terraform, to... I do remember reading this at some other point. Uh, so this person who was the first, uh, I think the fir- maybe the first woman... Was the first dog in space before the first woman The in first space? monkey was before the first woman. I know that. So anyway, she was a woman in space, apparently. And she said, I remember the engineers trying to decide how many tampons should fly on oh, a I re- flight. Oh, I've heard that. They asked, is, the, is 100 the right number? And she said, no, that would not be the right number for one week. Yeah. That is a heavy flow. Uh, so. <laughs> Wait, how many times would you have to change a tampon? Seven divide or 100 divided by seven. I, do I look like I can do that? Bitch, do I look be like what is 14 a day? So Four Divided by 24 hours. No, 24 divided by, oh my god, 24 divided by 14. You would have to change your tampon every, like, every hour and a hour half and Hour and 45 minutes, basically. So. Wow. Which, if your period's really heavy on a day or two, you might have to do that. But for but not the entire time. Days, okay. Then you might have a health problem. So apparently, in the last three decades of female space people in, in Female space, space people. Uh, there have been no menstrual problems. Yeah. In my program. And apparently, the answer is, so what does happen when you get your period in space? The same thing that happens on Earth. Which is not really the answer I'm looking at, because I'm looking for because I want to know where the blood moves. I want to know how the blood moves. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe your body, like, Valentina was the first. Maybe your body, like, expels it more than we realize. And so, like, you know? I guess. I guess I don't really know how the blood comes out. It's just, like, dripping. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, also, just... Like, waste disposal facilities on space stations weren't, like, not many of them were first designed to be able to handle, like, human blood and stuff. 
either. But what if someone, like, so, cuts their face? Well, they were, like, kind of okay to do it, but not really, I guess. Mm. Well, so goes it. Get those women up in space. Yeah, bitch. Oh, but they also said most women opt to use contraceptives to put their periods on hold when they go to space. That makes Which sense. makes a lot of sense. But, like, when we go to Mars, that won't be an option. Well, yeah, if you're gonna be up there a while. Yeah. I mean, if you have certain birth control, it, like, stops it almost completely. Yeah. Maybe they just should only send post-menopause women to space. Or, um, like, preteens. Mm. <laughs> send children to space. They have to be, like, young enough that, like, in the time they're in space, it's unlikely that they'll get their period. So, like, they gotta be, like, eight or younger. Now I'm just imagining, like, the International Space Station, but, like, families live on it. And they have, like, a mini school for, like, the 12 kids. You know how Mackinac Island, like, mm-hmm. literally 12 people go to that, the one school that yeah. is for every grade? It'd be like that, but mm-hmm. the International Space Station. I think more than 12 kids go to that school. Yeah, I think there's, like, 12 per class. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> My grandma graduated from high school in a class of 11. Well, but did they have every grade ever in one building? I don't know. Because that's what Mackinac Island does. I think the year before her, there were only, like, two or three seniors. Holy shit. Yeah. Anyway. Small town Missouri. What you gonna do? So, what I'm hearing is we should only send women to space? No men? Women and non-binary folks. I think... uh... Um, we can, I, I would say anyone who's trans, regardless of what they're, uh, I think we're just gonna ban men from space. Cis men. Yeah. None of them. Yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> Watch this episode just get into the wrong hands and someone be like, they're misandrists. Well. <laughs> it's a joke. And also, yes. No, just kidding. <laughs> but a little. But not really. Maybe. Well, I mean, I would like more diversity in our astronauts. Yeah, but they, like, don't send anyone to space these days, it feels like. Well, they're gonna be sending people to Mars in the near-ish future. When? NASA or SpaceX? Maybe both. Okay, because I don't trust SpaceX. I gotta be honest. On Dear Hank and John, they have a bet where if they don't get sentient beings onto Mars by 2024, the title of the podcast changes to Dear John and Hank. 2024? Yeah, he was a little more optimistic Wait, before. Wait, so sentient beings, so all that needs to happen is us, an astronaut, goes to Mars and yeah. sits on it. But you also have to think of how long it takes it to takes get to Mars. It takes a very long time. We have, we have to be at a certain position in relation to Mars. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen by it's 2024. Not. But, you know, they're doing things with some robots on Mars. Yeah, the one died. I know. But the other one is digging. It's doing its best. But yeah, I mean, in the near-ish future, people are going to be going to Mars. And maybe back to the moon, because we haven't been there since 1972, and like, I don't know, maybe there's dogs there now. What do you Apparently, think? if you spend extended periods of time in microgravity, your bone density is better. Just better? kidding. 
works. You lose bone density. Yeah, that's why when astronauts, that's why astronauts have to do special workouts when they're in space. <laughs> they're like little babies. They come back with soft, wiggly bones. Well, yeah, and they, they come back and they have, like, sea legs because... Have you ever seen an astronaut, they have videos of them, like, recently when they came back, and mm-hmm. they will just drop things. Yeah. And then go to pick them up out of the air, and they can't because they're yeah, not there. They're they get very confused. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. They'll just be, like, talking, and they, like, drop a fork like it's nothing, and then they expect yeah. it to be there, and, it, oh, it's, it's just so not. silly. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. So, aces everywhere. Oh, I think what this means is estrogen helps with bone density, so women might be at advantage mm. because their bone density might not be as affected since they have more estrogen, which helps with increased bone density. Scientific reasoning for only women in space. So, yeah. And that's the tea. Do we have any other thoughts on aces in space? What do you think is the ideal planet in our solar system to be colonized by ace people? In our solar system? Yeah. Can I look at a list of the planets? Do you not know them? I do, but I would like to look at the order they are from the sun. My very... Oh, hold on. I used to... My very... What was it? Mm-mm-mm. Okay. The My solar very system. something mother... Earth served. mother... Us okay. pizza, is that what it used to? You know what I'm talking about? There you you skipped Neptune. Okay, here's the deal. My very nice mother. I know. No, Neptune is last before Pluto, but Pluto's a dwarf How planet. Does it go. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Jupiter and Saturn are gaseous. Did you see that Saturn is losing its rings? Oh no. I know. I love the rings. I know it's losing it. Okay. Jupiter and Saturn are gaseous. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be able to stand. Uranus, I think, is also gaseous. And also it has a dumb name. Uranus and Neptune are super, super cold. Yeah. Pluto is doing its best. <laughs> but it's pretty far, and it's pretty small. Yeah. Mercury is way too close to the sun. It's hot. Venus is really fucking hot because of runaway if greenhouse If you're about effect. to tell me that the perfect planet for aces is Earth, I'm going to be mad at you. No, I was going to say Mars. Ah, okay. I think Mars, I mean, Mars is the most... What about one of the, one of the moons of Saturn? Because it has many, I think. It's still pretty far out from the sun. <sighs> Listen, I know things. I read a book about astronomy, astronomy, and I took two astro classes. I'm I an expert. also took two astro classes. But I classes. took more credits worth of astro classes. <laughs> tricks. One of mine was just aliens, and it aliens. was one credit, and it was the worst decision of my life. <laughs> Yay. But here, I mean, Mars is just, I mean, it, it's not super human friendly, but it is the closest. Ugh, what a basic answer. In, if you're talking about, like, habitable zones. Yeah. I'm sorry that this is an actual scientific answer. This, this is, is the very... this is the only science that okay, I know. Okay, but like, ugh. <laughs> okay, take the science out of it. Just by yeah. how the planets look. <laughs> Which one is the best? Probably Saturn, because um, the Ace community has that thing where if you wear a black ring, it's like, I'm an yeah, Ace community. Yeah, but it's losing its rings at a Shh. speed Don't... that isn't very fast. Hell is that? Because space is slow. Well, but it's much faster than scientists thought. We're entering the Anthropocene, and humans are destroying the human-friendly Earth. The Earth is going to survive without us, but we sure fucking won't. Good. I don't want us to survive. We don't deserve it. Have we talked? We've That's talked to this. mean. I mean, do we, though? I think we've done some bad shit, but I don't know. 
I think some of us deserve the earth, and I think some of us definitely don't. Like Quams. Uh, I mean, like Donald Trump. <laughs> Fair. You know. Well, and he is also doing a lot to contribute to the to climate change, which is what's going to kill off the human project, so. Yeah. You know. I think the people that are doing the most to ruin the earth are the ones that don't deserve it. Yeah, because also they're the ones who are like, well, I'll be dead by then, so it doesn't matter. And it's like, well, fuck you. Yeah. Like, you only care about yourself, you piece of trash. Wow, go off. I have some thoughts. It's like people who are like, I'm gonna destroy the government slash destroy the economy slash destroy the whatever because it benefits me and then I won't be here to deal with the consequences. Baby boomers. <sighs> now this we're has been a very wild episode. <laughs> Listen, this is a real throwback to early sounds fake. This, if you haven't listened to our earlier episodes and you for some reason like this, maybe to you should. To the person that recently emailed us and was like, you guys have improved so much. Maybe we're don't listen devolving. to this episode because you'll be sad for the, us. Uh, the uh, live on podcast Googling on brand for Early Sounds Fake Pod. We do that still, but not as much. Yeah. I don't know. Listen, I just think maybe all Ace Umbrella people should try to be astronauts. I mean, we're all going to probably try and colonize another planet eventually. You mean humans or Ace people? <laughs> <laughs> Ace people who aren't humans. That's not what I meant, and you know it? (laughs) The fuck, dog? Uh, I think ace people. We're gonna start our own. We're gonna start, you know how, like, SpaceX is SpaceX? She's very excited. We're gonna start Space Ace. Okay. And we're all gonna get to Mars, Mm -hmm. and we're gonna terraform Mars. Mm -hmm. No, but I don't want to do that to Mars. Maybe we'll go to, like, maybe we'll find... The problem is that... All of the potentially habitable planets are just so far away. This is true. Maybe we just save the fucking Earth and stop climate change. Um, yeah. Good luck. (sighs) Or we could just send Donald Trump and those people to Mars. Here's- no, I wouldn't do that to Mars. That's fair. Um, maybe poor opportunity would have to interact with them, you know? Um- (laughs) Here's the deal. Here's the deal, Yoshinilio. Uh, if only Ace people colonized another planet, there probably wouldn't be that many children born. See, here's my thing. It would be though. we wouldn't have exponential um, population. Well, growth. yeah. So it'd be good because our problem right now is that we overpopulate the Earth. But with Ace people, it's a lot less likely. Yeah. That there will be children. I recently for one of my classes, watched this movie called Children of Men. It's very good. It's very intense. But it was directed by Alfonso Juan, who's the guy who did Roma. Mm. And apparently, Prisoner of Azkaban. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, I knew that was my favorite Harry Potter movie. For but it was really interesting, because it's this post-apocalyptic film um, that kind of um, showed what the Syrian Civil War looked like before the Syrian Civil War happened. Mm-hmm. Wild. And... The plot of it is that the entire planet is infertile. And so the youngest... It's just the plot of Handmaiden's Tale. But, like, literally no... Like, no one... Like, the youngest person on Earth is 18. Jesus. And so, like, it's just this really interesting story, which, spoiler alert, there's a character... It it has... There's a... It's a very... um, 
apt view on like um like immigration and stuff that's probably it came out in 2006 it's probably more relevant today than it even was then yes uh because there's a lot of throwbacks to things that remind you of like concentration camps and like the kind of shit we're doing now and but anyway there's this character who is pregnant but she's a refugee and so she is this takes place in britain and they're like if you like they literally put refugees in cages like they send them to camps like they they (laughs) deport them like they don't want them anywhere and it's too familiar and so she's she's super super unsafe because like the future of humanity like is in her but she's a refugee and so they're not gonna treat her well they're probably gonna like use her and exploit her and also like will they even admit that this kid is you know anyway it's a good movie it's very intense but it's a good movie that i'm just thinking about that because one of the things in that movie was like it's a crime to not get like fertility tests and i was like what would happen if i went to get a fertility test and they were like you could have a kid and so you had to i would i would have been legally obliged to have a child mm-hmm. and like if the future of humanity was really that much at stake like i'd i'd be like yeah okay whatever i'll do it but like it's 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 there's an interesting discussion there about, like, choice. Well, I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, or maybe this is just, this is a conversation I think is interesting, so I'm sure I've brought it up before, but, like, if you were one of the last two people on Earth, mm-hmm. would you feel obligated yeah. to repopulate? I recently watched the pilot of Last Man on Earth, and it was interesting. Because I think, like, if something happens where you're the last two humans on Earth, to me, that would tell me something mm-hmm. of, like, maybe it's time to be done. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah, and, know. like, maybe this isn't a world that is habitable for us anymore. Maybe the... Not that I think, like, the human project is meant to be over, but, like, just this idea of, like, is... Would it be more harmful to the people that you would bring into the world? Yeah, because I would also, like, do you really want to be bringing a child into a world that I'm assuming is destructed because something happened where there's only two humans left? Exactly. So something must have gone I think the most difficult situation would be if one of you wanted to and one of you didn't. That would be terrifying. That would be... Especially if it was the man that wanted to and the woman that didn't. I mean, that would just be terrifying just yeah. because men are terrifying. Well, that's something I touched on at the beginning of Last Man on Earth, which is, like, it's a comedy, so, like, yeah. it's not, <laughs> I don't, and I've only seen, like, the first two episodes, yeah. but, um, it's, yeah, it's just, it's, it's interesting, and also just thinking about with Children of Men, uh, also, interesting title, but, spoilers, I'm spoiling everything, I'm sorry, you, you could skip past this if you want, the, the kid she ends up having is a girl, mm. which is interesting, because it's called Children of Men, and everyone assumes that this kid she's gonna have is a boy, and then they're like, no, it's a girl. And it's like, ooh, the future is female, bitch. The tea. Uh, but it's interesting thinking of that, like, if everyone was just infertile and no one could have a kid, is, like, humanity would just be, like, slowly dying. Like, imagine being, like, the last person alive. I don't like that. You would just be the last person alive. 
I mean, it would be interesting because Earth would just get so empty. Yeah. Because, I mean, right now, Earth is very full. It's designed for to be full right now. Yeah, because, like, all the buildings and everything. And so slowly, it would just be like, you know, you don't need, yeah, things would be abandoned. And so, I mean, I'm assuming it'd be kind of, it'd be like slowly mm. more rural places would be abandoned than cities that have more people. Mm. So just the odds are better, yeah. like. Well, in, like, in Last Man on Earth, sorry, I'm just, I watched it literally yesterday. The, like, there are still, like, cars parked on the street, and there are still, like, everything is still there. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm, what I'm wondering, maybe this is touched on later in the series, where did, like, are the bodies all buried? Did they all disintegrate? Did they fucking, like, snap? Like, <laughs> Infinity War? Like, in Last Man on Earth, there are no bodies anywhere. So, okay, so you're saying the plot of Last Man on Earth is that no one's fertile anymore. No, 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 no. That's the plot of Children oh, of Men. Last Man uh, on Earth is just... The, okay, yeah. They're the last people on Earth. Oh, yeah. 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 I saw, you're gonna hate this, a tweet that was like, um, it was, do you know who Glozell Green is? Yeah. So it's her old video of doing the cinnamon challenge where she's just like coughing a ton. I think I saw And it that. was like someone sucking a dick when Thanos snapped. <laughs> you know? <laughs> thought it was funny again i'd like to remind you all that i have formally tendered my resignation what from this podcast we, what an interesting tendered your regu- resignation that's just how tenderized you your resignation tenderize my meat beat your beat the meat resign- beat your face <laughs> oh don't say that Beat your face? No, the other one. Beat your meat? Oh yeah, no! Oh, I'm sorry. I li- I meant it literally. I meant like when you hit yeah, me. Yeah, you can't be saying things like that. I'm sorry. I'm too ace for this. You can't do that. <sighs> that happens to me very often, where I say something, and then it's like, oh no, there was a double entendre there that I didn't anticipate. <laughs> All right. Anything to add on this <laughs> trash fire of an episode? Fire in space. You can't. There's no oxygen. Well, not Continue. space space. In a spaceship, you could. Yeah. How would, how would that work? Would it just go... Everywhere? I don't know. How does gravity affect a fire? I don't know. To, see, this is the problem. I don't know enough about gravity to understand how zero gravity is. I don't know enough about fire. Or I should fire. Yeah, I'm just, uh, okay, well, aces in space, mm-hmm. in conclusion, that. What's our poll for this? <laughs> I don't know. What's the best planet to make an ace colony on? The problem with that, though, is do we really want to be colonizing people by their sexuality? No. Because <laughs> then what if you're, like, undecided? There's a question in planet. What if that's what we called it? Like, you know how when you don't know your major yet, you're like, oh, I'm undecided. Mm-hmm. What if your sexuality was just well, that's undecided? that's what questioning is. I know, but what if we called it undecided? Okay, well... My major is questioning. <laughs> but I'm questioning my major means something very different from un- I'm undecided. That's actually very interesting. Because... I'm questioning my sexuality. It's an active. You're actively questioning. Hold on. It means that the the default is that you assume that you are straight, and so you're questioning your straightness and realizing that you're not straight. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a major, it's like you don't 
you don't have to have a major from the very beginning. So you're not questioning your major. You're just undecided on what your major is. All humans should be born undecided about their sexuality. Full stop. See, but what I'm wondering, though, is if you could be undecided about your sexuality, if you could decide to undecide, if the um, end result yeah. of your questioning. So my, th- I think questioning is active, yeah. is when you're actively trying to figure out. But you could be undecided about your sexuality if you decide that you don't need to know. Mm. It's all very complicated. Our poll for this week <laughs> is aces in space. Question mark? Mm. How about this? Would you become an astronaut if you had the opportunity? Would you go to space? Mm. My thoughts? If it's a short trip, if it's a month or less, yes. If it's longer than that, only if, like, all of the people I was close to were going. Yeah. I think yes, but also, like... It is so far from the realm of possibility. Yeah. That, like, it's like those things I have no in idea. the Fanta caps where it's like, you could win a trip to space. Yeah. No. What? In the caps of Fanta bottles. Since when are people winning trips to space? Since they've been putting it in the caps of Fanta bottles. Are you telling me that people have actually gone to space because they've won a prize? That's what they claim. I don't think that has ever happened. They can't just be sending it would anybody be like, into it would, space. It would be like a... It, it would be kind of like a private... Imagine yeah, someday we'll have, that. like, commercial and private space lines. Well, that'll be interesting is... Because right now, going to space is controlled by the government. But it's becoming potentially privatized with, with like SpaceX. SpaceX. And so, one day, it will probably be all privatized. Maybe. Because, like, I mean, they can't, the government can't control it all. No, but the the thing is, is that private companies, um, you need a lot of capital. Yeah. To, and so, SpaceX works because Elon Musk is very, 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 but very But one day it won't be so expensive. Or it won't be, it won't It won't see, be as difficult. It won't be... It'll either not be as expensive or relative to how expensive everything else is. Yeah. It won't be. I don't know. We've gone really off topic. Here's what I would like to know. A-spec? Would you go to space? Non-A-spec? Would you go to space? Why does A-spec have anything to do with it? Well, maybe A-spec people are more likely to want to go to space because Ace is in space. Oh, so now we're running an experiment. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that's exactly what that is. Okay. Kayla, what's your beef of the week? Me- 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 my beef of the week is that you don't moisturize your face enough, and I'm concerned for you. Why? Are you? Did you just look at my face and decide that? No, I got out of the shower, and I was like, I gotta moisturize. And then I thought about how you don't always moisturize your face. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I was just like... Oh, no. How do people do that? If you don't moisturize your face at least once a day at listeners, you are doing your skin a disservice. But, like, feel my skin. It's, like, not that bad. I just, it's so much better for your skin to moisturize her. Here's the problem. So when you take your makeup off, you just scrub it off? Well, here's the thing about the makeup remover I use, is it's, like, Pond's cold cream. Oh, you use, like, cold cream, because this is 1950. I've had that thing of cold cream since sophomore year of high school. (laughs) also oh my god can't be good um but so that also moisturizes 
Okay, but also, it is from, like, the 1950s, but it's also just, like, very effective, so shut the fuck up. Okay. It's the only thing that would get the orange makeup off my face when I was in Shrek the Musical as the ugly duckling Sarah. Is that what you got at sophomore year? Mm-hmm. Um, also, my beef of the week is that uh, society tells men that they don't need to moisturize. Men need to moisturize, too. Okay? Mm-hmm. Skin is skin. It needs moisture. Especially if you live in a place like we do that gets very dry in the winter. Would it make you... This is unrelated. Chapstick. Use chapstick, too. My boyfriend moisturizes his face all the time. Sometimes he'll just, like... He has this bottle of lotion in his room. Good. I've never talked to him about this, so he's just gonna listen to this and be like, why do you notice this? But sometimes he just, like... He'll, like, get out of the shower and just, like, put it on his face. But, like, also it's his beard area. So is he, like, moisturizing his beard? What is he doing? Maybe it's a beard moisturizer. It's also, not. I maybe at it. It's just lotion. just a person who recognizes that the face needs moisture. And especially when you get out of the shower, you're like, oh, I've just washed my face. I need to moisturize See, the now. only time I feel like I need to moisturize is after I wash my face, because then it gets very dry. But do I, you not wash your face every time you take a shower? I usually do, unless I Kayla forget. also doesn't wash her feet. I don't want to talk about it. I just don't wash my face regularly, but I also don't specifically wash my feet in the shower. This is so wrong. They, Secondary poll. Is Kayla wrong? Yes or yes? No. No. <laughs> my beef of the week is that Sarah is way too invested in my personal hygiene. <laughs> and, like, keep it to yourself. It's always so interesting when I take a shower and I can tell by where the loofahs are, mm, who, who, whether it's been you or me who's taken a shower more fun. recently. It's always interesting. Me and Sarah are the only ones with loofahs in the shower. And we we hang them, like, on the... Yeah, they're hung from the same little thing. So whichever one is on top is the person who was showered most recently. It's very exciting. (laughs) Sometimes mine is still on top when I go back to shower, and that's how you know Sarah's head. That's how you can tell if either one of us has had, like, a bad week. Yeah. It's because neither of us shower that... (laughs) Just getting into our personal hygiene. Sarah and I, neither of us shower very often. I took a shower earlier today, and I had been the last person to shower, so... I would have to look at my tracker to know the last shower. (laughs) This just and I have to keep a tracker to remember when I last showered. Health. I would like to let everyone know that we don't smell. We don't. I've had people tell me, why don't you smell more because you never shower? (laughs) Listen, and I moisturize every day. So. I wear deodorant and put perfume on, so it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, that perfume fixes everything. I know. It's great. Do you ever just wear pants over again and you spray them with a little perfume because you're like, they're probably kind of stinky. No, because I've never owned perfume and I never want it. I've done that with Febreze. Alright, anyway. I don't have Febreze these days, though. Mm. Anyway. What is happening? I don't know, I need Febreze. My head hurts. Okay, well, um, you can find (laughs) this shitstorm on our Twitter, at SoundsFakePod. You can also find all of our social medias, SoundsFakePod.com. You can find everything there. It's a good time. Uh, if you want to email us, you can do that. If you want to say, what the fuck was this episode? I don't, I can't stop I you. recently, today, Googled us, and we're finally on the first couple pages of Google with our website now. Wow. Also, like, sounds fake, but okay. It's just like, a, it's a phrase, you Yeah, know? you have to look up sounds fake, but okay podcast to get That most. makes sense. But if you do just Google sounds fake, but okay, a lot of our stuff does pop up now, so we're ahead of the memes. That's exciting. Okay, anyway. well, if you want to get ahead of the memes with us by giving us money on Patreon, 
You can do that. Our $2 patrons are Keith McBlain, Roxanne, Alice is in space. Alice? Alice, you gotta tell us. Alice is in space right now. What's space like? Also known it's... as France. Yeah. <laughs> if space is France, Alice is there. Sorry for blasting your location, Alice. But also, if you go in the Discord, you'll find out she's from France anyway. So it's basically out there anyway. Out there in space. Continue. I need to be done with this <laughs> shit store. All right. Also, Amy, Austin Siegel, Anonymous, Quinn Pollock, and Nathan Dennison. Our $5 patrons are Jennifer Smart, Ashita Shutham, Nakota, Austin, Lane, Drew Finney, Perry Farrell, and my Aunt Jeannie. Our $10 patrons are Kevin and Tessa, who can be found on Twitter at Dirty Uncle Kevin and at Tessa underscore M underscore K. That just, it's so many syllables, Tessa. <laughs> <laughs> can you just get rid of the underscores, like, just for me? Wow. Please don't do that. They already Please give don't us do money, that. Please Sarah. don't do that. <laughs> And Sarah Jones, who can be found at Eternal Lolly, not Aeoli. Arknes, who would like to promote the Trevor Project. And Nathaniel White, who can be found at NathanielJWhiteDesigns.com. And Anonymous. Those were the 15. Sorry, forgot to say that. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Sunday for more Rest in Your Ears that is um, less of a shit show throwback sounds fake. Maybe, though. It might also be a shit show. Who knows? I don't remember what we have scheduled for next week. Oh, I do. Will it be a shit show? Wait, I think it's about April Fool's next week. Oh, it should be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or not. Also, uh, Perry's going to be on an episode soon, our lovely friend Fiona Fiano, Mm -hmm. so look out for that. Maybe not soon. Who knows? It could be weeks or months. One day. Bye! All right, excuse me, what are they supposed to do? What is the thing you say at the end of every podcast? Yeah, but you start it. I already said that part. Do you say our tune in next time for more of us in our ears? Yeah. When? Right before I said shit show. I was talking about shit show. For more of us in your ears, shit show. Oh, that's, I, you changed it. I got confused. Until then, take good care of your cows. Oh, no. <laughs>